eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, guys? I'm in a hotel in North Carolina uh, here for work for the week. Uh, sorry, I couldn't go live yesterday. But um, I'm here and I want to go over uh, week 11 before I head to the office. James Conner created a rough start to your fantasy week if you started him, and you probably did, right? We knew that there was a chance of re-aggravation going into the game, but he only played about a quarter, uh, which sucks. Um, Trey Edmonds actually, you know, kind of led the backfield in snaps, um, which is good news for him moving forward. They do play Cincinnati next week. Um, hopefully you, you held on to Jalen Samuels because he's still going to be a big part of that backfield, um, especially in PPR leagues. He's the preferred start between the two. Uh, but if James Conner James Conner were to miss next misses next week, um, it will be somewhat of a timeshare between Edmonds and uh, Jalen Samuels. Jalen Samuels led the snaps, uh, led the backfield in snaps the week before, you know, without Connor, and this week it was Edmonds, so it will be somewhere in between uh, next week. And then Juju uh, had a concussion in the second quarter, already with four targets. He was on his way to a 10-target game. That would have been nice. Deontay Johnson got hit, bleeding out his ear, and then and then some dude um, got a hit in, in the head with his own helmet. So in each of the two games that Kareem Hunter has played, he, he was on the field for 55% of snaps. Um, 13 opportunities in the first week, 14 opportunities in the second week, opportunities meaning carries plus targets. Um, so, you know, he's a weekly flex play in PPR right now. Um, now, that, that's great, and he's not taking Nick Chubb off the field. Nick Chubb's playing 81% of snaps in that first game, played 72% of snaps this past week on Thursday. Uh, so good for him. Now, Keep in mind that these were both positive game scripts, meaning that Nick Chubb is going to continue to grind the rock. Uh, but, you know, if the Browns catch themselves in a negative game script, meaning they have to catch up, it's possible that, you know, Kareem Hunt is the guy in the backfield and Nick Chubb is taking off the field. Uh, because we've seen this before where a guy not named Nick, uh, Kareem Hunt is is on the field in place of Nick Chubb in those negative game scripts. So keep that in mind. Um, Kareem Hunt, weekly PPR flex play at the minimum. Nick Chubb still an RB1, but... You know, uh, somewhat game script dependent, but hey, his volume has been like amazing uh, this whole season. He he had 20 carries in almost every single game this year. Brian Hill, the hot waiver wire pickup of the week, didn't come through. Um, 16 touches, that's good opportunity. 60% of snaps, sure, we'll take it. Uh, but 15 carries for 30 yards against the Panthers, 
But he, he had 20 carries for like 40 yards against the Saints last week. And you're like, all right, cool. It's the Saints. Tough run defense. I don't know what the excuse is this week. Um, Kendra Barner got some run. Uh, Allison got the goal line touchdown. So uh, tough, tough if you started him. Uh, but opportunity was there. So Matt Stafford's replacement, Jeff Driscoll, uh, can potentially be streamable. This dude is running the football, um, ran for 50 yards, threw two touchdowns, and even ran in a touchdown. I'm like, I'll take it. Um, so next week against Washington, if Stafford doesn't play, very streamable. So Bo Scarborough ended up getting the start for the Lions. 14 carries, uh, got a touchdown, um, 50% of snaps. No other running back saw more than six touches, so... Maybe a flex option next week. If you're going to start any of these guys, he would be the guy. DJ Chark continuing to have a breakout season, even with a new quarterback. 15 targets, 8 catches, more than 100 yards, 2 touchdowns. Still killing it. Breakout year. Um, this dude's the truth. He's legit, man. Uh, D.D. Westbrook only had 6 targets. Conley had 8. Um, Fournette, nice to see that he's still involved in the passing game as much um, with, with his 7 targets. But it's nice to see that... Uh, that he's still killing it with Nick Foles. Marlon Mack got hurt. Uh, he fractured his hand. Um, so no word whether he's going to get surgery or not and, and how long he'll be out for. He probably won't play this Thursday night. They do have a Thursday night game this week. Um, so he, he still got it done for you before he left. So that's good. Uh, got that touchdown, which he was more than due with the amount of touches that he got this year. Uh, but Jonathan Williams was the guy taking over in that Marlon Mack role uh, with Naheem Hines coming in for more of a passing down role. Still got some carries too, uh, but you know he's that guy. Now Jordan Wilkins would have been that guy in the Marlon Mack role, but he was out with an ankle injury. So short term, if Jordan Wilkins out on Thursday again, it's going to be Jonathan Williams in that Marlon Mack role. I would bump up Naheem Hines just a little bit. He might see a little bit more um, of a workload than he did in this past game, uh, as we've seen a few times when Mack was out. Uh, but, yeah, I think Jonathan Williams, we can totally see him seeing getting like 15 touches um, this week. Um, so he's a pickup. Uh, but, you know, Jordan Wilkins can be back too. So we'll see. you got to monitor that uh, situation for, for this week. But I, I would consider both, you know, whoever is in that Mac role, whether it's Williams or Wilkins, uh, to be, uh, you know, an, a flex play with 15 touches potentially. Um, and then you have uh, Naheem Hines being more of a PPR flex play. Uh, but I do think that those other guys have more upside. Uh, there was a potential, uh, you know, shift in running back committee in Denver. Uh, Philip Lindsay, you know, there was a report right before the game that they were going to ride him, and, and they did. Um, he led the Bron Broncos' backfield with 18 touches. Royce Freeman only had nine. So there's a potential significant shift there. Um, he also led the backfield with 64% of snaps compared to Royce Freeman's 30%. Uh, so moving forward, it's going to be a little bit tough. Um, to start Freeman even as a flex option, um, but Lindsey gets upgraded. So in a positive game script uh, for the Saints, Latavius Murray w was a lot more involved and on the field a lot more. Uh, it was about a 60-40 split uh, snap-wise in, in Kamara's favor, uh, which is what we should expect. Uh, but, you know, obviously Kamara was the primary pass catcher too, uh, but he only outcarried Latavius Murray 13-10. to 10. Uh, He did a lot better in that category. But, you know, the Bucks are a tough run defense, and if Latavius Murray next week against Carolina can get, you know, 10 to 15 touches, he's a flex play. So Kenyon Drake, 22 touches in this game. David Johnson, zero. Um, 
Kenyon Drake is the guy in this backfield right now. Uh, we knew that DJ was a very, very risky start this week. Uh, you, know, you know, when you look at how he looked last week and then you look at you know, the fact that Kenyon Drake started the game last week, had a few touches before DJ got his first touch, um, and then DJ was just benched after that fumble. Um, so, Kenyon Drake is the guy right now. They're going into their bye this week. Who knows uh, if it's a health issue with DJ, but he's practicing in full, uh, but he hasn't been the same guy since that back injury. Um, and I would assume that's what it is, that he's just not the same guy. Um, Chase Edmonds, he might come back after the bye, too. Um, and he potentially can be in a mix, uh, in, the, in, a mix, in the mix for a potential timeshare between him and Kenyon Drake. You never know, and DJ's kind of, you know, sitting out. Uh, you, you just never know how this is going to work. Because Cliff Kingsbury did say that he, he wanted a committee, but it doesn't look like DJ is worthy enough yet uh, to be part of that committee. Uh, who knows what the deal is, but right now, obviously, I'm not starting David Johnson. I'm keeping it on my bench until after the bye to see what happens. Uh, if Chase Edmonds comes back, is he involved? If DJ is involved, uh, I want to give him another week, but not starting him. Debo Samuel continuing to look like a beast. Second straight, eight-catch, 100-yard game. Uh, the first rookie since Odell Beckham Jr. in 2014 to have two consecutive uh, eight-catch, 100-yard games. And I think he did it like four games in a row. Um, but Sanders was in and out of the game. I think he only had like 22 snaps or something like that. Uh, George Kittle was out. So if George Kittle continues to be out. If he's out next week again, I think Debo Samuel uh, can be started once again. And I don't know if Emmanuel Sanders is going to play. But even if he does, he might re-aggravate again. Without Alshon Jeffrey, the Eagles stuck to their two tight end set. Uh, Dallas Goddard playing on more than 80% of snaps. Uh, he he result, you know, resulted in that touchdown. Um, so he would be con- he would continue to be startable um, confidently, you know, if Alshon Jeffrey were to miss more time. Um, now Jordan Howard was out, and if you played Miles Sanders, it, it was a good play. Uh, Miles Sanders played on um, 85% of snaps. Now the results weren't there. But if you tell me that someone's going to play on 85% of snaps, no matter what the matchup is, he's in. Maybe except Caleb Blodge. He might be the only exception. <laughs> but he did score. He was terrible, though. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, so Miles Sanders was, you know, it was a good play. Uh, now, if Jordan Howard were to miss again, I would assume that this time J.J. would likely be, you know, more involved, you know, in that kind of bruiser role. Um, so, so, so we'll see. But Jordan Howard, would, you know, had a stinger. So I would assume that he's fine uh, to play next week. Adrian Peterson and Darius Geis were, were splitting that early down roll. Terrible offense. You're splitting an early down roll. Um, you're playing less than 30% of snaps each. Not ideal. Um, you can't really trust these guys unless they get a more expanded role. 